don't attempt to understand the modern poem. Listen to it. This is Interesting People Reading Poetry. And it should be heard. A show where artists and luminaries read a favorite poem and share what it means to them. <laughs> I'm Brendan Sturmer. In other words, if it ain't a pleasure, it ain't a poem. This episode is a special double feature recorded live at Java River Cafe in Montevideo, Minnesota, featuring Chris Coza and Milena Handine. Chris Coza is the frontman of the Americana rock band Rogue Valley. He reads a poem by U.S. Poet Laureate Tracy K. Smith that helped inspire his new side project, Nobody Kid. Melina Handine is a painter, songwriter, and organic vegetable farmer based in western Minnesota. She reads a poem by Tyamba Jess and discusses how the weather affects her creative life. My name is Chris Coza. I was born in Portland, Oregon. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've lived there for many years. I'm a, I consider myself to be a songwriter and a composer first and foremost. And uh, the music that I make, is, it's, it's generally like pop music, but it verges into Americana, verges into country, uh, rock, a little bit of electronic. I don't know, whatever seems to be the, the, the flavor of the moment. So uh, this is from a collection of poems by Tracy K. Smith. The collection is titled Life on Mars. The title of this poem is The Museum of Obsolescence. So much we once coveted, so much that would have saved us, but lived instead its own quick span, returning to uselessness with the mute acquiescence of shed skin. It watches us watch it, our faulty eyes, our telltale heart, hearts ticking through our shirts. We're here to titter at gimcracks, the naive tools, the replicas of replicas stacked like bricks. There's green money and oil and drums, pots of honey pilfered from a tomb, books recounting the wars, maps of fizzled stars. In the south wing, there's a small room where a living man sits on display. Ask and he'll describe the old beliefs. If you laugh, he'll lower his head to his hands and sigh. When he dies, they'll replace him with a video looping on ad infinitum. Special installations come and go. Love was up for a season, followed by illness. Concepts difficult to grasp. The last thing you see after a mirror, someone's idea of a joke, is an image of an old planet taken from space. Outside, vendors hawk t-shirts, three for eight. I was in Portland, Oregon for a, a week where I'm from, and I went to a place called Powell's Bookstore, which is this huge, huge yeah, some people know about it, giant bookstore with um, you know, millions of books used and new. And I was trying to work on a collection of songs and having trouble finishing the lyrics and just strolling the aisles. I 
I saw the cover of this collection, which has like a, a nebula and, you know, it's all space and sci-fi like. And I'm like, oh, sweet. What's this book? And I picked it up. And I'm like, oh, it's poetry. And, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go check it out. And so I went to the cafe and uh, I, was, I was enthralled. I was blown away. And the whole collection, there's, there's a lot of references to things that I love, to, to the mysterious things, to scientific things, to the, uh, you know, that, the concept of, of God. And um, David Bowie is in there, too. And just, it, it was, it was rich. It was like, it was made for me at that moment. And, um, I came across this, this poem, the museum of obsolescence, and it embodied a, a lot of the things that I was thinking about at that time for this collection of songs that I was working on. So I had this collection of music uh, that I created in the in the electro pop realm with the title Nobody Kid, because I was I was thinking about the anonymity of of people, especially after so much time. Like you might discover something, and I don't know who made it, but but if, but do you like it or do you not like it? And so I was thinking about the work um, coming from that place where it's just you know you think about the song and if you like the song, not about who made it. it, is what it Humans spend so much time, you know, creating things and making things. These artifacts that um, they're either disposable or temporary, or they get lost and or destroyed. They barely even last at all. And if they do, like whoever might find them later might have the totally wrong idea of what they were for. And so I was thinking about how much effort and time, like our lifetimes, are spent. Even especially as an artist, like you just make stuff that is much heart and energy and purpose you put into it just might have end up being like trash for someone else like years and years down the road mm -hmm. i mean that, that's not a very encouraging or motivating place to create from but but it's also kind of an empowering place because it it was letting me um at, at the time think about making something that maybe was different than my normal um outside of my regular vocabulary mm -hmm. and uh and feeling more free to take risks and uh and, and have new interpretations on some old ideas So much we once coveted, so much that would have saved us, but lived, instead, its own quick span, returning to uselessness with the mute acquiescence of shed skin. It watches us watch it, our faulty eyes, our telltale heart, hearts ticking through our shirts. We're here to titter at gimcracks, the naive tools, the replicas of replicas stacked like bricks. There's green money and oil and drums. Pots of honey pilfered from a tomb, books recounting the wars, maps of fizzled stars. In the south wing, there's a small room where a living man sits on display. Ask and he'll describe the old beliefs. If you laugh, he'll lower his head to his hands and sigh. When he dies, they'll replace him with a video looping on ad infinitum. Special installations come and go. Love was up for a season, followed by illness. Concepts difficult to grasp. The last thing you see after a mirror someone's idea of a joke, is an image of an old planet taken from space. Outside, vendors hawk t-shirts, three for eight.
Museum of Obsolescence by Tracy K. Smith appears in the book Life on Mars, published by Grey Wolf Press. Find a link to the book, as well as a link to Chris Coza's new album inspired by the book at interestingpeoplereadingpoetry.com. My name is Milana Handine, and I am an artist, farmer, and musician. The title of this poem is What the Wind, Rain, and Thunder Said to Tom by Tiamba Jess. Hear how sky opens its maw to swallow earth, to claim each blade and being and rock with its spit. Become your own full sky. Own every damn sound that struts through your ears. Shove notes in your head till they bust out where your eyes supposed to shine. Cast your lean brightness across the world and folk will stare when your hands touch piano. Bend our breath through each fingertip, uncurled and spread upon the upright's 88 pegs. Jangle up its teeth until it can tell you our story the way you would tell your own. The way you take darkness and make it moan. just it it resonated with me because of I guess my own experience of the creative process between like my own songwriting and painting process there is a common motivating factor that I do get out of you know living out here where you're exposed to the elements I mean you see these storms coming in and and it it does something to you it's like you can feel it in your chest for an hour before this storm rolls in. And when the weather is changing out here, it changes everything. And uh, so much of our lifestyle is tied to the elements and to weather that, you know, when, when it's raining during the farming season, that's what allows me to do something else, not farming. And I guess this viewpoint of the sky telling Tom to go create and to go bring this message is like, I can really relate to that because it, it is the thing that makes me sometimes feel like I can't not try to convey what this is making me feel like, because it's, it's an intense emotional experience akin to fear, but it's not like, you know, a startling fear. It's just this anticipation or, you know, I mean, you, you see storm clouds billowing up and you know that there's so much power contained in this thing that's going to be unleashed and boy, you got nothing to do with it, you know, but it's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to happen to all of us here, you know, that are, that are in this weather pattern or whatever. So the themes of like, you know, what in the, in this like long view 
of like what you have an effect over. This is one of those things that's like in, in even a very short view, we have no effect. My dad once said something to me that really stuck with me that was like, there's a really, there's a short kind of time frame where you, there's things going on, there's changes taking place, we have no part in it. It's happening and we got nothing to do with it. And then there's this like medium shaped piece that we have some effect over like how things are going on, but then there's a really bigger piece in which we once again have no, you know, no say in like how it turns out. And uh, so like we're working within that, that middle ground. And, and sometimes it really is just like, well, you know what, you might as well, you, you better, you better get on it. And so I feel like, yeah, what, what this sky is saying to Tom is like, you better get on it. What the wind, rain, and thunder said to Tom by Tiamba Jess. Hear how sky opens its maw to swallow earth, to claim each blade and being and rock with its spit. Become your own full sky. Own every damn sound that struts through your ears. Shove notes in your head till they bust out where your eyes supposed to shine. Cast your lean brightness across the world and folk will stare when your hands touch piano. Bend our breath through each fingertip, uncurled and spread upon the uprights 88 pegs. Jangle up its teeth until it can tell our story the way you would tell your own. The way you take darkness and make it moan. What the Wind, Rain, and Thunder Said to Tom by Tyamba Jess appears in the collection Olio, published by Wave Books. Find a link to the book, as well as links to works by Milena Handeen at interestingpeoplereadingpoetry.com. Interesting People Reading Poetry is an independent podcast, co-created by me and my brother Andy Sturmer, who also composes our music. If you like the show, help us out by subscribing on Radio Public, iTunes, or Stitcher, and leaving a review. As always, we invite you to call the Haiku Hotline at 612-440-0643 with your short poems and poetic musings. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Haiku Hotline. Thanks so much for listening. Eyes rolled back to when I was a house cat chewing my scotch-taped halo.